Hi, everybody. Uh, my name is Emily Giordano. Um, I'm a Webflow gal. And uh, in terms of uh, times I've failed in life, there's definitely been a bunch. But a saying that I have is, if I got everything that I wanted exactly when I wanted it, I would be living a totally different life and not the one that I'm totally happy with right now. So that's my intro. <laughs> that was perfect. That was, I don't even think we need to take another take on that. I'm so glad I just pressed record. Welcome back to the Failed Podcast. I'm here with my friend, Emily Giordano, and I'm actually, it's interesting how we met to me, honestly. And by the way, speaking of Webflow, I'm wearing my Webflow shirt um again <laughs> i just like wearing i have like two two or three of them but um i'm you know i'm excited for for this podcast because it's actually unorthodox to me how we met now to me it's it's a way for me to learn on how to network but you kind of just i mean how did we meet you just you just messaged me <laughs> so um uh i've been like this most of my life where i just go up to people and say hey you want to be friends and people are a lot of the times confused yeah <laughs> but how we met was i um i love podcasting i have a podcast myself a great design lead podcast and yes. um uh that is an audio only podcast and so i have uh built this network on online called podwork podwork.io mm -hmm. and um i was trying to think about other ways that I could help these people that are on my my site, the um, the potential guests and then the podcast. And so I thought, hey, maybe I could like start researching and see what's out there so I can give these resources to people. And one huge gap I have is I don't do video. And so when I found yours and I invited you to come, I was like, hey, do you want to hang out and tell me all about like video and podcasting? And, and then you're like, Okay, <laughs> just in your yeah. Instagram DMs. <laughs> it's funny because I was just kind of like, I, if I'm being real, I thought it was a scam. I thought you were <laughs> going to try to like, because, you know, hey, be honest, you get those DMs where like, hey, I'm here to help you. And it's like, oh, yeah, uh, I'm a marketer and then pay me this and this and I could grow your business 10x. And I'm just kind of like, all right, you know. So when you message, but one thing I've learned is I always just message back if I know that like, if they tell me to click a link, I'm not clicking the link. You know what I mean? But if they say like something, I'm like, hey, how are you? Like, you never know. And I mean, here we are. Now we're, now we're talking. And this is my first time actually interviewing a uh, somebody with a podcast. So I'm really excited about that. So this is your, have you been in a podcast before that you're not the host? No, that's why so this I'm is like, first time. So you're on the other I mean. side now. That's right. So welcome. <laughs> welcome on the hot seat. You're the one that's going to be asking questions. So it's different. You know, I've only been to another podcast where I was the guest, which was mine because I failed to get a guest. So I just made me the guest. So I kind of have experience on that. But as far as the failed podcast goes, and by the way, she has a wonderful podcast, Great Design Lead, just a quick introduction. And uh, she's also the owner and host of the Great Design Lead podcast. And she is the owner of Great Design Lead. So if you ever need any websites, go ahead and contact her as well. And, um, you. you know, and work, like I said, I'm really excited to have her here. Honestly, with this podcast, I just kind of talk and we just chill. Um, but I always start the podcast telling what shoes I'm wearing because I'm a sneakerhead. So I'm wearing Jordan 1s, the uh, shattered backboards, which is the orange and black one. Are you a sneakerhead? Uh, I always I'm ask. Wearing, 
I'm wearing socks right now. Okay. <laughs> and Emily is from Philadelphia, right? Yeah, yeah. I grew up in uh, Orfield, Pennsylvania, which is a little outside of Philly. Um, mm-hmm. But I've been living in Philly for the past like five years. Philadelphia. I'd say. West yeah. Philadelphia? Yep. Only <laughs> raised? No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> Everybody makes the joke, though. Okay. Yeah, yeah. West, West Philly uh, is a, a fun place at night, um, but I stay inside at night. <laughs> okay well i mean i kind of have an idea i'm from la so i mean i kind of have an idea but are you a basketball fan i'm just honestly randomly asking questions philadelphia's in the playoffs right now they're playing the raptors against pascal siakam i don't know if you care do you do you watch (laughs) basketball (laughs) the the, the only like professional basketball game i went to was uh this guy i was dating my freshman year his Mm -hmm. dad somehow had like tickets season tickets to like everything um uh like the Sixers, the Flyers, the Eagles, like I don't and, and like whenever we went there, um people like greeted us by name, which mm-hmm. was a weird experience because they were like looking for him and making sure that he got to his seat and everything. So mm-hmm. the only like game uh, w- the only professional game I've ever been to was actually a uh, a 76ers game and it was really really fun. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm a girl from Pennsylvania. Uh, I am a web designer, uh, web flow developer, and copywriter, um, mm-hmm. which is like a third extra thing that I've been working on recently. Um, but uh, but yeah, a little bit about me. Like I um, like grew up doing art, extracurricular stuff, always into art stuff. Uh, didn't always think it was a career. Um, uh, there, there was like a point in time where I thought I was going to be like a lawyer or like a, a movie director after I saw mm-hmm. Star Wars when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God, that's so cool to say. I'm going to be like a creative director for Star Wars. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and I, I ended up uh, uh, finding all of this stuff by listening to TED Talks back oh, okay. when I was a kid. Yeah, I, I loved stories. Um, yeah. And so once I found out that TED Talks were on um, uh, Apple Podcasts, I started listening to them there while I was like doing chores or whatever. And um, I started learning about design and then I started listening to Design Matters by Debbie Millman. Mm-hmm. And I found out that like there was a thing called graphic design and all of that kind of stuff. And um, I ended up going to college for uh, graphic design, um, interned in it, uh, like worked in a real graphic design world, uh, came back after the internship and I was like, I don't know if this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And that was very scary. (laughs) And so then, um, uh, my aunt who doesn't even realize how big of a deal this was in my life, she invited me to work on this project for someone on a website. And uh, I think I think we talked about this before. Like, and um, they, I had no idea what I was doing. I was like, I can design it, but let's find somebody to make it. And all I knew about was WordPress from my my yeah. uh, my coding classes. And then and then the WordPress developer like needed all of these things from me in order to generate a quote. And that took such a long time to do that. Um, I learned Webflow in that whole yeah. time period while I was waiting on, on, uh, to be able to give the stuff to this developer. And, um, 
And once I got the S-chip back, I looked at the numbers and I was just like, oh, uh, maybe I could earn these numbers. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be nice. Right? <laughs> yeah. And then um, uh, I just uh, offered the, the client both of the options. And then the client looked at everything that I sent and I said, hey, no pressure. Like either way, um, I'm sure you'll have a great website. These are just your options. And I'm brand new at this. And they saw Webflow and they saw like the animations and all that kind of stuff. And they were like, we'll go with you, even though that you've just started. I was yeah. like, oh my God. And yeah, uh, yeah that's how it all began. <laughs> that's awesome. That's, dude, it's crazy. You talk about how you went from a graphic design to like kind of like a Webflow developer. I feel like I kind of went through the same, not, I mean, somewhat the same when in starting the first website because my first website in Webflow, you know, I, I think I told you about it. It was kind of just, I just kind of went with it, dude. And it's just like, and then I'm glad. And I don't know if they're listening because one of them was my podcast uh, guest, a basketball trainer. But um, dude, I didn't know what I was doing, dude. You guys gave me a shot. Thank you so much. I can be ball. <laughs> but uh, I just went for it, dude. Because I'm like, I knew that the money was there. And like, I was a graphic designer my whole life. And wow. I honestly, I don't know if you felt the same way. I didn't want to do websites. Like I just mm. did it because of coding. Did you try to get into coding and WordPress and did it just frustrate you as a graphic designer? Um, I was forced by my college to take these three coding classes where it was mm -hmm. just straight HTML, CSS, JavaScript. It was so horrible. My professor remembers me crying during the exams, like just in public, just, just sobbing in public. <laughs> it was horrible. But, but right. yeah, that, I, I started there. But because I had like such an intense classes and and he taught me so much going into webflow was like, like easy. so easy so easy <laughs> especially if you know html css do you do um freelance full-time or do you work somewhere yeah yeah so um i was freelancing for a while um mm -hmm. uh, i'm i'm 23 so i graduated recently mm -hmm. um and so i i was freelancing for a while and was making all these things in Webflow. Um, and then uh, somebody that I was working with, um, uh, no, somebody that I did a podcast with, she texted me like out of the blue and said, hey, do you care if I give your name and contact information to somebody? And I was like, who? And she said, oh, it's just a job. And I was like, okay. And then I got a, I had no idea who this person was. And then she yeah. sent my information to somebody. She said, hey, would you like to work as a user experience designer for MetLife? Wow. <laughs> that's awesome and i said oh, yeah I, she didn't know this at the time but i was like super poor um yeah. uh, and i was like okay and then i had the the interview and um uh, i negotiated the pay up a little bit from where it was and then i i've been working there for about eight months and it's been a real formal education on like components yeah. and wireframing and grids and yeah. libraries all of that kind of stuff. Um, and then, yeah. And then on, on the other side, uh, freelancing, Webflow projects, learning a lot about integrations. That's my thing right now, integrations. And mm -hmm. then uh, my the next thing that I have on my mind is um, uh, FinSuite naming structure. That's my next mm, okay. my next goal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, uh, not sure if this is getting too technical. For no, it's all good. <laughs> For those listening, y'all better y'all better catch up, man. This is this is a good money making tool for all y'all. Um, yeah. 
But man, that's so interesting. Uh, here's my question. I know you told me about how you got into Webflow. Was that during college or was that after college? Uh, during, during. During college? Okay. Was that like yes. junior year, senior year? Senior year. Yeah. Senior year. Man, that's yeah. cool, man. And I'm and glad you got of- into that. Were, were you, let me ask you this, because, you know, when you got into the tool of Webflow, were you like telling all your friends, like, dude, forget, forget this, forget, forget WordPress, forget coding. There's this thing called Webflow. Trust me, it's amazing. Did you do that? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. A little bit. <laughs> I was like, guys, there's this other guy named like Chris Doe, and he yeah. talks to you, like, you don't have to work hourly. And yeah. like, I would, I would talk in, in my, my Zoom lectures mm-hmm. uh and everybody would be like i'm not interested in this I'm yeah like, okay okay well yeah. at least i tried <laughs> wait so if you graduated recently that means you were going through all this during covid time then yeah so i actually i was only in, in person in school mm-hmm. for my freshman and sophomore year oh snap <laughs> so you were in covid most of those years i'm glad you know i'm thankful you got to finish it was it easier during covid or a little harder i mean i'm talking uh- classes wise not really mentally but more class wise um uh i definitely it was easier because uh i had more time without all of these commutes um, right and, and then like also that. i feel like a lot of classes were also adjusting so a lot of <laughs> slid by if you know what i mean just like oh that went through cool <laughs> and that, that happened to me it's funny so i'm a school teacher and um, like, you know, uh, right now I do freelance, but I'm a school teacher still. Um, but I was teaching at that time during COVID. And man, you know, like a lot of teachers or adults will be like, you know, when I was when I was a kid, I went through that, too. I was just like, look, I've never gone through this, guys. You guys, you guys get a break. I gave so many breaks. Uh, I gave them so many like, dude, it's OK. I've never gone through it. Uh, I'm I'm struggling mentally, too. You guys go go take a break. <laughs> so I was going through COVID, to be honest with you. But it's interesting to me that because you in your podcast, you made a lot of connections. And like I said, you made just a new way of connecting to me personally that I'm going to try now because you just shoot your shot. You're just like, yo, you want to hang out? I'm like, "Uh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then it worked, dude. Now we're here, you know, so I'm going to try that. But I mean, because of that, you also got a job because of it. Not even just a job. I wouldn't say a job. I would say a career because of it. Let me ask you this question. Um, and, and it could not, it could just be like a complete yes or a complete no, or maybe somewhat, somewhat. But do you think that it's not about what you know, but it's about who you know? Mm, that is a really good question. Um, uh, I guess the way to respond to that is like, uh, you could be totally proficient in a language mm-hmm. like English, Portuguese, Spanish, mm-hmm. but like if you don't have anybody to talk to in that mm-hmm. language, what's yeah. what are you gonna do? Yeah. yeah. So like you could have all of these skills, um, but if you don't get hired or you don't get recognized by somebody yeah. or like when are you going to use those skills? Yeah, for so sure. I think that's the best way of looking at it. Like you can't, you shouldn't get the job if you aren't good at the task, mm-hmm. but it's hard for people to find you if True. you aren't also trying to find them. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. Cause I feel like even with me right now, it just kind of, I'm shocked at what networking is doing because <sighs> it's actually giving me opportunities that I never thought I would have. Just because of networking 
Well, let's move on to the next question here. We really went on a rabbit trail, but that's fun. <laughs> but, you know, you told us a little bit about, about yourself and you kind of told us already how you got started in your profession. You know, you started doing graphic design. Did you do art, like actual drawing and stuff growing up? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I would do like painting classes and okay. art classes and stuff. Uh, and then one time, like one of these classes uh, filled up too fast. Mm -hmm. And my mom still wanted me to like, go do something on Saturdays or like, I was already doing it anyway. She's like, well, the class filled up that you usually go into are yeah. any of these classes of interest to you. And one of them was a computer art class, which taught you like Photoshop and stuff like that. And me at like, I think I was like 13 years old. I was like, yeah, I'll do computer art. Why not? Uh, and that's where I really got started with everything like photography and Photoshop and stuff like that. That was the the beginning. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. For me, it's, it's okay. I'm, I don't want to. I'm older. I'm 31. So I, I don't that's know. That's not I'm, that old. I, I know, but I am. older. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I so, same thing, too. I just really got into art. Um, it wasn't really a class, but it was just like I was really into art. Uh, I would do like drawing uh, sketches, but then I was wondering like, man, there, there should be an easier way to do this stuff, to create art. And then that's how I got into Photoshop. And then for some reason, I think it's amazing how Photoshop is almost like a gateway to get into web design eventually. I don't know how it works, but uh, it just happens that way in some weird reason, because all of my friends went through Photoshop and then suddenly mm -hmm. they're they're you know they're doing what they're doing so it's just crazy um speaking of which speaking of one of my friends i know you talked about how like you know you're telling people about webflow you're like oh man this is exciting my brother did the same thing i still have a screenshot of him saying hey have you guys ever heard of webflow it's pretty cool and this was like two it. years ago we screenshot and framed that because he works at webflow wow <laughs> so i'm just kind of like that's so crazy. Like, and, and he has a pretty deep position in Webflow. And, and, and then he's just started with like, have you guys ever heard of Webflow? I think I'm going to give it a shot. And I was like, yo, that's crazy. But anyways, we'll move on to the next question here. We talk about, you know, just who you are and how you got started in this profession. But this wouldn't be the failed podcast if we don't talk about this part here. What was the lowest point in your life? And may not necessarily be in your life. Maybe you could talk about a personal life, but also just your life as far as in your journey to get to where you are right now. I feel like everybody goes through a low point to get to their journey of, you know, um, their status right now where things are kind of going well. What was the lowest point in your life? Yeah, so I, uh, I knew that we were going to talk about this today. So I was like in the shower thinking about what I was going to say and uh trying to like pick out a point um and and also how to make it constructive instead of mm -hmm. just being like oh was me i was so sad <laughs> um <laughs> like because i i i imagine if somebody listens to this they might be in the same situation and they don't i'm guessing they don't want to hear just sad they might want to hear like hey how how did you get out of it um um some of the lowest points in my life um uh lasted like years mm -hmm. and i'm only yeah I'm, I'm barely not a kid uh and <laughs> <laughs> that's right like i'm an adult but i'm barely not a kid yeah, like, I get there, what you there, mean. Are, <laughs> there are men that like like hit on me and i look at them and i'm like how is this legal i'm like oh right i'm 23 sorry yeah, yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> 
like, oh, yeah, you should pretty, go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> hey, in the world, I'm a child. <laughs> Literally. But, um, but yeah, so, so, but yeah, years of my life were, were really, um, uh, really rough. Um, uh, and a lot of it was, um, feeling like, like I owed my decision-making and my life, um, to other people that weren't me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to be vague about it cause I want to respect their privacy and stuff like that. For sure. But, um, yeah, yeah. Like, um, decisions about what school I go to, mm-hmm. um, uh, sometimes different people in your life will, um, try to get in your head mm-hmm. and I get what you um, mean. yeah, like they'll, they'll try to get in your head or try to bring you down when you achieve great things, mm-hmm. um, have like constant negative, right. uh, conversations and, and like, like fixate on negative things. Right. And, um, and sometimes even like, um, what's the word? Uh, sometimes try to make you compromise on on core values that mm-hmm. you have. Uh, and you can play around and like play along with it to a point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but after a certain point, you gotta live your life for yourself. Yeah. Um, and and uh, it's really unsustainable yeah. to live your life for anyone else. I, and yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, it's, it's like, you know, uh, I live, I mean, I don't live, but <laughs> I'm Asian. <laughs> and I feel like a lot of um, like Asian, you know, people, <laughs> um, they, um, they have a preconceived idea of what success is. And because they have a preconceived idea of what success is, if you are not fitting that mold of success, you're deemed as a failure. Mm. And I don't know if that's kind of something you went through, because I know that's something that I went through. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, it's it's weird because um, I never really had a uh, expectation for my... I, I never really had an expectation put on me in mm-hmm. terms of like what career that I had, sure. um, which was a bit of a blessing. Um, but I did from a lot of different people in life have expectations set on me of like um, what kind of person I was, mm-hmm. what kind of people I associate with. Yeah. Um, uh, it's like, just like trying to tell me how to live my life and stuff like that. For sure. And when, when people are in your head, um, and this is like a totally normal thing that many people go through, but when people are in your head and when you have such low self-esteem, um, it's so hard to not think that these people are right yeah, <laughs> and for to sure. think that you're like a bad person and that uh, like, like everything that these people are saying about you are right and everything that, mm-hmm. um, that, that what you're seeing and, and what you're doing, um, that that's not real, all mm-hmm. of that kind of stuff. For so, sure. um, yeah, in terms of like success, that wasn't as much of a thing, but in terms of like me as a person and my relationships with people in my life, um, mm-hmm. there were expectations on that, which was um, hard to navigate as yeah. a kid. 
I know that must have been hard for you to talk about there, just kind of like those experiences of just those expectations and not meeting certain expectations and being branded as a failure because you didn't meet those expectations, even though you're proud of yours. Or the worst part here is you're trying. Have you ever felt that like you tried, but because you didn't meet a certain expectation, you're deemed as a failure, but you're like, dude, I'm actually legitimately trying. Have you ever felt something like that? <laughs> it's it's crazy because I live like this this double life of like mm -hmm. um, people coming up to me and uh, congratulating me for like career things. Mm -hmm. um, and then at the same time in these other people's eyes, um, uh, I'm like a fall from grace or like mm -hmm. I, I am I'm the biggest disappointment. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, you just gotta, I guess if anybody's listening who's like in that situation, um, if you're in a situation where you're feeling like bad all the time and mm -hmm. you feel numb and you feel broken, um, you just got to go through the different stages of grief mm -hmm. and, and understand that, um, hey, like if you don't have this community, uh, you're not going to spontaneously combust. Mm -hmm. um it's not as dangerous or scary as you may think it is mm -hmm. and um uh you if, if you're worried like if there isn't going to be somebody there for you mm -hmm. um uh if they you think that they're going to leave you um mm -hmm. because you you're such a disappointment to them yeah. um that can be one of the greatest gifts that you can be given because mm -hmm. it's um self-dependence because there's always going to be a person there for you and that person is going to be you yeah for um sure. like relationships family friends they, they come and go yeah. <laughs> oh some stay forever um mm -hmm. but a lot of them come and go but you're always going to be there for you so that that's Pretty, what I would say to myself uh, a sure. couple years ago. Yeah. A couple years ago. <laughs> so um, let me ask you this. Was there kind of like a turning point in your life where things kind of just started, you know, I'm at a downstage, but then things started going up. It could be just a mindset or it could be a story. What, what happened? Um, yeah, I I, uh, I started going to uh, therapy, and the first question that I asked was, "Am I a dick? <laughs> Am I a brat? Am I a dick? Is there something wrong with me?" Mm -hmm. And going through all of these stories um, from like different relationships in my life and stuff like that, um, I started uh, thinking, like, "Hey, like maybe I'm not so horrible." <laughs> yeah. And, and also, um, sometimes you look at, um, like, you see your friends in, like, abusive relationships and things like mm -hmm. that, and, and you look at them and you think, like, how can they not see that this is bad? How oh can they, they stay? Like, yes. all of that kind of stuff. And, and I, a lot of people have had very, very dear friends in that situation, and they stay in that situation for months or years or something like that. And I... I started to see myself not in a uh, intimate abusive relationship, but I started to see myself in a bad situation where I was like numb all the time. Mm -hmm. um, I would try to work out. I would have no energy. Yeah. Um, I would dread 
communication with these people. Um, and I just looked at myself and I'm like, oh my God, this is not okay. I, yeah. I gotta take care of myself. And yeah. so I, I got myself out of the situation, started talking to a bunch of people, started rebuilding my life, started doing things that gave me higher self-esteem, like working out was a huge thing for me. Um, Cause it, it was something that was hard to do. And if I accomplished it, I felt better about myself. Um, started being less mean to myself, started to get some of these negative things out of my head. Um, and I think that's always a good, a good recipe yeah. for most people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I totally get you. Like uh, sometimes you get to a point where it's just like, man, is it, is it really me? And that's why actually, that's why this is the failed podcast was created. It's just like, it, if I'm being completely honest, this is my therapy session. This whole failed <laughs> podcast is my therapy session. My book, the failed, whatever me versus my friends, me as a total failure versus my friends. Um, that's just my therapy session. And it's weird because I did all this at a low point in my life. I started this podcast mm -hmm. at a low point in my life. I wrote the book or I released the book at a low point in my life, not really mentally. Um, oh, kind of, but because I was just not in a good financial state. You know what I mean? I was baking brownies uh, to make <laughs> ends meet, you know, um, but I just turned around and this thing started going up. So I totally get what you mean. And, and I think it's sad that with mental health, I'm a big proponent for mental health because um, I feel like it's something you know, when you have a, I feel like it's so important, yet it's overlooked. And it's so, I don't know, I, I can't place the word in it, but it's just like some, my, it's, I don't know if he's a therapist, but he's kind of like my therapist, kind of told me that what's so crazy about mental health is if you somebody with a, if you see somebody with a broken leg, the physical health, it's obvious, everybody knows. But when somebody's broken inside, it's so hard to diagnose it. Mm. But it's as dangerous. It's as painful as a broken leg. It's even more painful sometimes um, as those things. So, you know, I'm glad you took those steps to kind of turn back from that. And, and just like turning back mentally, I'm guessing things started to turn around in your life too, like as far as career. <laughs> Is that when it started turning around too? Yeah. Um, so uh, the thing that you said about like a uh, physical versus um, mental and things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, there were a couple of times where I, um, I was like, man, I wish these people just like hit me or something like that so that I would have oh. like a physical thing to like not constantly go back and doubt myself and things like mm -hmm. that. But um, once I, uh, once the, emotional stuff uh started becoming physical stuff mm -hmm. uh uh like like i i had like this period of my life um where i like really wasn't eating because oh. i um i didn't think i was like smart enough to choose the right foods whoa wow <laughs> And so like when people are getting in your head, like, uh -huh. like you think that you're, you're fine and you wow. think that like sticks and stones will break your mm -hmm. bones, but words will never that's hurt you. That's a lie. <laughs> but yeah, but like, um, uh, it's, it, I, I haven't gone through physical abuse. I, I can't speak to it or anything like that, mm -hmm. but, um, uh, 
when 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 somebody's living in your head 24 7 it's um tough and if they're living rent free gotta kick them out (laughs) for sure for sure sure. no i totally get what you mean it's it's crazy it's crazy when you it's funny because you know you need to get rid of that mindset you know you need to be like dude why do i care but at the end of the day you do it's just like Mm. It's weird. I don't know if I'll put this in my podcast. I didn't really go to a great school in high school. I still have dreams about that school and proving people wrong in that school. It's the weirdest thing. And I don't care. I really sincerely don't care. (laughs) But it's like, why do I still have these dreams? So I guess in a way, subconsciously, I still care about what they think. It's just weird. It's so weird how that really plays and affects you and that's why that's why i do this podcast aimed to like teenagers young people because i mean i feel like a something that affects them when they're young it really sticks i mean Mm. it really sticks with them for a while because if i'm over here still thinking about my high school days and i'm 31 that was 14 years ago and i still have dreams nightmares about it i mean these kids these teens they're they're going through some things and sometimes i mean man it sticks with them and that's it affects their decisions for the rest of their life mm-hmm. and so i think we need to be careful but i don't know how we got there but anyways <laughs> you you yeah, talked so, about like turning it around points. yeah yeah so things started turning around with you and then you talked about you know and and by the way that is a turning point a mental turning point is wonderful. Honestly, if I were to say, you know, people, if, if you were to look at my financial status, things were starting to turn in February. But I don't think that was a turning point in my life because mm-hmm. for me, it was that mental state. It was when things started looking up, I started reading more books. I started to spend, you know, uh, I started to kind of work out a bit and I started to have a better mental state. And it was when I wrote that book, which was like November last year, I was able to release just some of these feelings that I had inside of failure. And I just kind of let go. And I was just like, dude, so what? I'm a failure. And, and I wrote the book and I was, I promise you that book is so short because I was crying every single page because I was releasing everything that was in my mind that I bottled up because because like, you know, it's the whole thing. Like, I guess my mindset with this, have you ever watched The Office? Yeah. yeah. You, know, the Office? you remember when Jim went to Michael was like, hey, man, just make fun of yourself. So they'll stop making fun of you. So I was just like, and he was just like, okay. But then, you know, how Michael went overboard and he started crying. Oh. <laughs> he just went like, and like, he went overboard. That's kind of what was my idea of that. Like, if there's people behind my back talking about me being a failure. Hey man, too late. I, I just confessed I'm a failure. So what you going to do? <laughs> I just confessed to everybody in a book that you can order at Amazon. That's a plug to my book. Whoever's listening. Um, you can order Amazon, me versus my friends, me a total failure versus my friends, a total successes. I just, boom, I'm a failure. And now it's like, oh, we can't really talk about it behind his back. He just admitted it. So it's not really... I guess it doesn't bother him. <laughs> now I'm bulletproof. Like, go ahead, call me a failure. I know, man, but it's all good. But I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep working. I'm going to keep going. And uh, yeah, 
but um but i'm glad i'm glad that there was that turning point in your life that you changed from just that bad mental state and really just hearing from what you're saying i i feel like you could go on and on about where you were at i'm mm. really really sincerely thankful that you're getting out of that and you're you're out of that mindset because that's a that's a scary mindset to be in i you know like depression is you know some some people don't understand depression it's like like it's so dark it's like you just like it's almost like you're in a dark place and you're like i i don't know why i can't smile but i just can't do it you know what i mean and it's like in that mindset and i'm really really happy you are out of that yay <laughs> well let me ask you this now that you're working at metlife and you're doing freelance you know what is your next step in life um so i'm actually uh switching to part-time at my job um okay. and uh i i'm gonna be working monday tuesday wednesday and i'm gonna have freelancing and uh podcast and pod work work sessions on thursdays and fridays so that's that's the next big thing and uh i've i've um started to build relationships with these really great people that own agencies and um maybe i might tag along on a couple of their projects or take on stuff that they don't have time for and um yeah. slowly build up my own thing so uh that's that's the hope <laughs> <laughs> you're good at networking i'm just gonna say that right now because I, I don't know i just i don't know why I, I was like man i don't i didn't have the guts to do that but you did it and it works. So <laughs> kudos to you. You're an inspiration to me, to be honest. Here's my well, list. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, go ahead. What was it? <laughs> um, somebody talked to me about that one time. Uh, he said like, hey, you're really good at like personal marketing and you're really good at networking. And I was like, what? <laughs> I, I just want friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can i have some friends please dude it's so funny so my wife and i we're kind of opposite in this my wife is such a introvert and i'm such an extrovert but i didn't i don't know i didn't have the guts to do that i'm honestly gonna do what you what you do now because i want to grow but she's like if somebody's walking down the street and they say hi to us literally our neighbor she'll be like why and i'll be like hi. <laughs> I was like, because it's our friends. She just looked at me right now. What does she want? <laughs> but um, he's like, well, why? But, you know, it's funny. I just caught myself. I was going to tweet this today. I caught myself. I was at a coffee shop and I was like, is it weird that I sometimes kind of eavesdrop in their laptop to see if they're using Webflow so I could spark a conversation? <laughs> because <laughs> I wasn't wearing my webflow shirt so like there's all these people in their laptops and I was waiting for my coffee but I caught I was tempted I didn't do it but like somebody was in my viewport so I was like I just kind of glanced you know I was hoping somebody was like you know in Figma or in webflow and I was gonna go hey are you a designer me too let's connect I was so ready to do that and I was just like dude I think that's weird I need to stop eavesdropping just to see and dude everybody because there was like five or six laptops I wanted to just like walk around kind of like a manager just to see what they're working on just so I could connect with them because if somebody's in webflow I'll be like dude hey but yeah dude do you need help <laughs> kind of an expert ish you know you need help with your cms let me help you real quick um 
You want to be my friend? Exactly. <laughs> hey, let's connect one of these days, dude. Webflow, webflow. Yeah. <laughs> Design Figma. Let's go, dude. You just speak in software. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Dude, sometimes, sometimes I just want to go somewhere and just be like, Figma? Figma? <laughs> webflow? So, speaking of which, so we, we, we had a meeting we yeah, had a yeah. meeting recently with a bunch of um, the Webflow LA guys. So which is this, the Webflow LA, right? So we had a meeting, we were eating out. And really, I have like some people have their profile pics. Some people, they don't look like their profile pic. Some people don't have a profile pic. So we're just kind of waiting around. It's just like, you know, my brother purposely wore a Webflow shirt. I wasn't wearing a Webflow shirt. And we didn't know who's going to show up. So like, and the thing was, some people started showing up, which was cool. And they're talking, but like, this was me new to the Webflow game. You understand, like when you're new to this whole game, when my brother and them are talking, I'm lost. I have no idea what's going on. I'm just kind of mm-hmm. just there. And I'm trying to find a way to like sneak myself in. They're like, hey, I know that. I, I, I know that too. <laughs> I, I'm also a web designer, you know, but these guys are like, these guys are like up there. They own agencies and all these things. They're talking about all these people. I'm just kind of like, yo, one of these days, right? So I just kind of like stood there. And literally, but because we're still waiting for people and we didn't know who was there for Webflow, any person that passed by, I would just point at them and go, Webflow? (laughs) Webflow? (laughs) Webflow? (laughs) Just anybody. Hey, it's it's an approach. (laughs) It's a a try. It's better than not. (laughs) it's, It's not like it's something super common. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? It's not like ridiculously common. So it's like yeah. Webflow. If if oh yeah, like I don't know. I was hoping somebody who wasn't part of Webflow LA would be like, wait, yeah, I do that. Hey, we're we're all Webflow people. Look, my brother works for Webflow. Whoa, yeah. You want to <laughs> join us? Sure. You know, something like that. I don't know where my was. I just, I just kept going, Webflow? 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 Like, literally anyone. There's, there's like an old grandma passing by. Webflow? <laughs> You no. never know. You, you never, never know. Hey, I don't judge anybody, <laughs> dude. They didn't have profile pictures. <laughs> like, you, that's your fault for not having a profile p- picture and saying you're coming. I was just like, Webflow, Webflow, Webflow. Anyways, but second to the last question here, what is your definition of failure? Of failure? Yeah. Um, You, you know, when you were talking about that, uh, um, I think that sometimes when when you talk about failure or you try to or you associate like my personality or, or who I am is failure, it's kind of um, tough because the the only thing that's constant of about like life and stuff is change. <laughs> and so um, in order to like stay like that forever, it's um, pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, it's especially if you're like trying um so i don't know i when i so when i think about failure i think definitely in the short term Mm -hmm. definitely in like moments or singular decisions and stuff like that um and so yeah so so maybe a failure is um maybe it's a lesson or maybe you're attempting something a hundred times and you're not going to get every single one of them so yeah uh when, when i think of failure i think the definition would be like a mistake in a short-term moment or For sure. decision yeah and that 
is not forever. Yeah, for sure. And that's perfect that you say that because yeah, that's what the purpose of this podcast is. It's, it's not who you are. Failure is not who you are. Failure is not long-term. It's just, it's just a moment. Like let it's okay. It's fine, <laughs> dude. Okay. You failed. Get up. You know what I mean? <laughs> just, just, just keep going, you know? And, and I know that's easier said than done. I've gone through those feelings, but at the same time, yeah, that is failure. It's just, it's just a moment. And I'm glad you touched on that because most people, a lot of people, especially young people, they think failure is so permanent, you know? Mm. Um, I think of these kids, you know, we talk about like grades, you know, so I'm a school teacher. Oh man, I've seen kids cry because mm. they didn't, they didn't get a 90. They got an 89 and they're crying so hard. And I'm just like, dude, it's not the end of the world, <laughs> you know? And it's actually, I'm actually glad you went to our podcast because you are, are so you've, you've, you're, you're doing well and you're, you know, you're a web designer uh, and you're doing your thing and you're actually doing the traditional route for some reason. And this wasn't planned. Most people that have gone to my podcast didn't go the traditional route, especially the website. Mm. They're web designers because they didn't go to college. And mm. I don't know, they didn't go to college. They just didn't have the degree for it, but they're doing well in life right now. But of course, there's the route of going through college and graduating and still. But that's the thing. It's just like both routes, it, it, just because you went to college or just because you didn't go to college, either way, that doesn't you, you can succeed. You know, mm-hmm. you can, you can make it, you know, you can, failure is just a moment. Just don't, don't be so scared of it. And yeah, dude, <laughs> anyways, definition of failure. Um, it, it, it is so easy to feel that way. Oh, like, right. especially like when you're a kid and you have so like, I, I, I know, and I'm very yeah. aware that I have very little life experience. Um, uh, just, I know that there are going to be much harder things that are down the road that mm-hmm. I'm going to have to deal with and everything like that. But like when, when I see those kids, like, like maybe that's like the worst thing that's ever happened to them. And mm-hmm. that's, that, that's just like what you react to. The worst thing that's ever happened to you is that you sure. got your first B in all of <laughs> elementary school. That's the worst thing that's ever happened to you. But like, that's how you're going to react. Cause you don't know anything yeah. else. Um, sure. but I got a lot of perspective, like, um, going to, to school not because it, i it was like this fancy privilege of going to college but um i i met all of these kids that were in the same class as me and everything like that and um i went to public school and they went to these super fancy uh, private schools for for high school in yeah. which like the the tuition yearly was like forty thousand dollars for a child yeah Dang. and and they were sitting next to me and we had the same output. And I was like, that's interesting. And yeah. then people I know that would graduate, one guy I knew, he got this amazing job working um, on Wall Street and he was working with all of these other people in, in finance. And they were sort of chatting about like where they went to school. And the guy was like, yeah, I went to Harvard, I went to Yale. And he was like, I went to Penn State. <laughs> and we all have the same job and we're all making the yeah. same amount of money. So, or, and some people are like, I have an associates and all of that kind of stuff. So it's, it's, um, uh, you never really know, uh, how it's going to end, um, up. And, um, just because you didn't get the SAT score that, and this is specifically talking like high schoolers, young people listening to this, your, closer to the mic, your SAT (laughs) score does not 
matter. Oh my God. <laughs> You're going to be fine. Yes. Life will go. I don't even remember my SAT score. Yeah. And it, it matters for like three months. Yeah. And then you're fine and yeah. you never think about it again. Sure. So um, it's totally okay to feel the way that you're feeling right now if mm -hmm. you're really overwhelmed and you're listening to this, but um, you don't know how it's going to go. So you got to cross that bridge when you get there. Yeah. And most people that have been in your same situation, like, dude, they're probably going to tell you that they're, they ended up fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I'm glad you said that because you're 23. I'm I'm 31. Sometimes it takes somebody younger to say these things that like, dude, I just got out of it and it's fine. Like it didn't, I didn't wait till I was 35 to figure, you know, it was fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, it's 23. That's not that far. And I'm saying it's going to be fine. And sometimes because of that age gap, they're like, well, you're 35. You went, you're like my dad's age. You know what I mean? You went through way too much stuff. You know, I'm like, no, man, I'm not that old, dude. <laughs> like I tell that to the kids. Some, some of these kids, I don't think they understand. I'm like, dude, I had an iPhone. Like, I'm not that old. Like, what are you talking about? Like, we had social media too. Like, what? Come on, man. I'm not that old. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's some differences, but like, dude, come on, man. You know? But I'm glad. I'm glad you talked about that because, yeah, yeah, young people really, really have those stresses. And and it's true. It is true that you said that. Like, that's the first thing that they've never had failure. They've never experienced this in their life. But at the same time, it's good for them to realize that, like, you know what? It's going to be fine. It's not, it's not the end of the world for you, okay? Even though it really, really seems like it. Yes. Yeah. And we, and we sympathize with you, but it's not the end of the world. <laughs> the guy that you broke up with, it's not the end of the world. <laughs> I was kidding. The girl that dumped you. It's not the end of the world, man. You're going to, yeah, you're going to look back on this in like, in like 30 years and look back and wonder, man, like, what if I continued that relationship? What if I ended up with that person and I was married to them right now? And then you look at what they're, they are in that present year when 30 years from now, and you're like, thank God, I'm not with this guy. Yeah, like, what exactly. the heck? They're exactly. a totally different person now. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So just take a chill pill, kids. For real. <laughs> don't do drugs. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say. Just, <laughs> just, just chill is what I'm trying to say. Relax, okay? But anyway, yeah, we talked about the definition of failure. What is your definition of success? Um, I, so I had the amazing privilege of being able to have, um, the person who, uh, was like the influencer, uh, mm -hmm. Joanna Telenu, uh, UX goodies. She's like a UX person. I had her on my podcast and we were oh, talking wow. about like success and everything like that. Yeah. She's amazing. I've looked up to her. It was surreal that she even yeah. like, said my name and was looking in my direction. Um, but, uh, she was talking about success and she's like, yeah, when I, when I was younger, um, I would look about success and like, um, like how much time I spent working and, um, how much money I was making. And that's a lot of people's first things of success. Like you go on glass door, you try to figure out what's the best salary, all of this kind of stuff. But, um, uh, she was then moved into, she's like, you know what, like success a lot of the time is like, 
having the freedom to spend time with your family, to mm -hmm. have weekends off, to go on vacation, to enjoy your life and not be stressed all the time about um, being in a toxic work environment or oh, sure. not having enough to take care of your kids. Like aspirations are always wonderful and you should always have big dreams, especially when you're starting out. But um, some of the bigger things in life, I think um, the definition of success is is like having enough uh, peace in your life to be able to enjoy it. Because I know that a lot of people out there that have all of these resources and, mm -hmm. and all of this money, and, and I've had personal interactions with a lot of these people, they're so not happy because nothing is ever enough mm -hmm. for them. And and, and a lot of their relationships with people um, are, are just not not there. And so they try to compensate by like trying to get more and more and and try to get this thing of this success uh, yeah. that's that's somewhere out there and they're not even sure what that means. Um, but yeah, I think success is is having the, the peace to enjoy the things that that you work so hard to earn. For yeah. sure, for sure. I totally agree with you. And it's amazing that you said that because I don't even know if you've heard any of my podcasts, <laughs> but a lot of time, a lot of them have said that success is peace. And, mm -hmm. um, and it's interesting. And you, you didn't even, you know, I don't know if you've heard it, but yeah, that's what they're saying. <laughs> success is peace. And at the end of the day, you cannot put a price on a peace of mind. And for me, you know, when I talk about my turning point too, that was peace was really letting go of my feelings of failure and just mm. admitting to it. And then it's like, huh, I was at peace in my life. And that's why in the book, if you, if you ever read, you don't have to read it, but I'm just saying <laughs> in the last part, I talk about the people that are successful. And I say that I was a success because I have peace in my life. I have a relationship that I value, you know, like my wife and I have been married seven years and I promise you there, like, and I'm not belittling people, please don't. I'm, I'm saying how blessed I am is there are people that have been married seven years and they're already divorced or going through these things. I'm just so grateful that like, dude, I still like, I don't like, I don't know. Like, I just, I don't get it. Like, I'm, I'm so happy with our marriage. Like, it feels like we just got married last week or last month or something. Like, it still feels that way. Uh, fun fact, we actually got married three times. Um, <laughs> so, That's a story. Well, please so, tell me. What okay, is I'll tell story? you. I'll take it out because I've already said it in the podcast, but I'll tell you. <laughs> So we got married June 12, 2014, 15, June 12, 2015. We got married and this was like in a church with my dad officiating, everybody, groomsmen, all that good stuff. I'm talking big wedding. Um, apparently, my sister didn't mail the, the marriage certificate. She said she was going to do it, but she didn't. And there was a miscommunication. And then I found out a year later. So a year later, we got married again. And my, my dad doesn't know this. We got married again, June 12, 2016. And we went to like a little chapel. We got married. But the truth was, they were like, hey, do you want us to file it for you? And it's going to cost this much or you file it yourself. I said, man, you guys are overpaying, overcharging me. I'll do it myself. I forgot to do it. 
And then 2019, <laughs> 2019, finally, we were like, it was May 4th, 2019, May 4th, 2019. We were like, finally, we got our, we went to do the wedding certificate. And it's so funny <laughs> because like we have the certificate and it doesn't say that the one that officiated it was my dad. It was my brother. And it doesn't say that the best man is my brother it says that my best man is one of my basketball players because i'm a basketball coach <laughs> and then it was in my office at our church and it was just like yay <laughs> and like no one knows about it so so our anniversary is coming up in like a week and a half we're very oh excited about that so technically <laughs> we've been married seven years but we're also been so i always say this we've been married seven years which is more important to me in the eyes of the lord but, but government knows we've only been married three years but i did find out that i could go back and actually like change it to my original date where there were people and i, I have proof i have a video i have pictures and all these things i have proof that we're married so so whenever i say i've been married three times most people think like what did you get like break up and go back <laughs> No, no, no. We just we just keep forgetting to mail the stupid thing. And now we're married. So, but it's funny because um we um and, and she it's not because she doesn't want to. We just get so busy with like life and each other mm. and like and like you know how it is like okay, we have a free time. Should we run errands or have fun? Like we're gonna have fun. Uh. So like she still hasn't changed her last name, even though she wants to. Does like, she go by your last name just like in in casual conversations? Yes, yes. But legally, her last name is still her last name. And <laughs> it's just, I don't know, man. And it's just like, I mean, you, you get it. It's like, dude, day off. Do I really want to run errands? Do I want to spend the day at a California DMV? If you've heard nightmares about the California DMV, it takes hours. So, okay, oh do I really want to spend the whole day of my day off? Which is very rare at a DMV. Hmm. Yeah. And it's been going on like that for a while now. <laughs> so, yeah, it's kind of a glimpse of how we live our life. You live life. You don't spend you yeah, don't life in a DMV. No. But you know what? I, that's why I counted my life as a success because we just, it's fun. It's happy. We're happy. We're peaceful. And I'm glad you said that happiness or success is peace, you know, and, and whatever could give you peace in your life. I think you should really strive for that. You know, like you, you're doing the podcast. I'm, I'm assuming you love doing the podcast. Yeah, I'm on number 53. <laughs> yeah. I love doing the podcast, to be honest with you. It's, it's, I, I've been saying this, that like, if this could be my main thing, this would be my main thing. You know, yeah. everything I'm doing is so that eventually the podcast could run itself and that will just be my thing. Um, but, 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 you know, you gotta, you gotta grind first. So that's what I'm doing. Thank you, Webflow, <laughs> for that. But yeah, um, yeah, anything else you wanna say? <laughs> um, I don't know. I know that it seems like a lot of the audience is like, uh um young people and like uh um people that are starting out and stuff like that maybe um yeah, yeah that's mainly the audience i kind of aim for yeah uh, yeah yeah 
Um, I think, I don't know, I guess my parting thing to say is like, dude, I was just there, literally. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was just there and I have friends that are still there. And even like my boyfriend's in his last year of school. Yeah. Um, uh, your life, most likely, you have no idea what it's going to be like. You may have an idea of what it's going to be like. You may even have an idea of who you're going to be with or like yeah. the people that are going to be in your life. Chances are you're not going to hit that nail on the head. Yeah. Chances are it's going to be different. And so I think the best thing um, uh, to say to somebody who's who's about to go to school or they're graduating or something like that from high school or college or anything, um, brace yourself for change because <laughs> it's coming whether you like it or not and, yeah. and just find ways to adapt and yes. and always lean toward things that a you can be independent and, and take care of yourself and b that will make you happy because if you're not happy it's not sustainable so that's that's what i would say thank you thank words. you for that i actually <laughs> yes that's really good things yes be ready for change change will happen and that's why it's actually let me ask you this question and this wasn't even a planned question but <laughs> do you think that it is wise for a young person to develop certain skills because life you don't know where it'll take you <laughs> um i didn't use photoshop and me learning photoshop yeah propelled me into a life that pays my rent and yeah. my bills and allows me to have a savings yes. so like every couple of years this this whole thing is going to be different and yeah. so um i think the thing is is that you should always be learning skills you should always sure. like none of it is a waste of time for sure um but uh don't do this this sunk cost fallacy of like uh, I've I've spent so much time in this skill. I've spent so much time learning this tool. I can't go and learn something else mm -hmm. because then that means that all of this time that I spent on this other thing is a waste of time. No. <laughs> sure. For sure. You, you you gotta be ready to um try things out. Um mm -hmm. because things like I have no idea what tools I'm going to be using for sure. six months from now. Yeah. And I, I have to be open to that and I have to keep on yeah. trying stuff out. Some of it might be a waste of time mm -hmm. uh, if it ends up not being something that's helpful to me and I have to drop it. But um, uh, I am always worth my own time. So sure. not, a, not a waste of time to me. And I'm glad <laughs> you said that because like lately I'm starting a design class, a web design class that is for free. I'm teaching some of my students and I'm talking, we're going from the very basic of basics. Okay. But we're going straight to Figma, not through Photoshop. And, um, and there's many of my students, because I teach in high school, many of my students are like, Oh, I don't know if I want to do that. Cause they have this idea of what they're going to be already in their careers and stuff. And I always tell them that like, dude, you really don't know where life is going to take you. It'll be good to just have, think about it. Like, you know, what if it didn't work out that you become an, engineer architect or whatever at least you know how to make websites and that's a great skill i'm not that's not even that's literally like career launching skill to have so just it's a free class just join it i mean it's free i mean i don't know what else to tell you so like i mean just go for it and they're just like you know some kids are like we'll see but then some kids are like all right 
like I had to convince them, but I'm just kind of like, guys, it's it's free and it's a skill. Like seriously, you really don't know where life is gonna take you. Like you just really don't know. Um, so yeah, man, just just have something ready. Just be ready for change. That's well, cool. one more thing uh, that that really really helped me um, is that, um, and this will be like one of the last things that I say. Uh, but um, uh, uh, what you learn in school. Um, like sometimes the software that you use, the tools that you use and stuff like that. Um, sometimes a lot of the majority of the time, that's not real. Um, that's not what people use in the real world. Yeah. A lot of your teachers haven't been in the real world mm -hmm. in a very, very long time. And they're teaching you all of these things and also uh, telling you what matters and doesn't matter and what mm -hmm. are worthwhile skills to learn and not. And, mm -hmm. and you believe that they are a hundred percent right and and they are like the the bible um yeah. that that's not true you you if you're a kid in college and you're you think you're graduating or you're moving on into like the real world um find people on linkedin um or in the real world dm them or anything like that and talk to these people who have the jobs that you want and do not blab on about yourself ask these people about their lives be really interested in who they are as a person you are not asking them for anything mm -hmm. i like don't ask them for a job don't yeah. ask them to go over your portfolio don't have, ask them what they use what their life is like what tools they use mm -hmm. and how they got to where they are and i swear to god i've had so many of those conversations and they are more valuable than most of the classes that you'll take Mm -hmm. that's yeah that's the parting thing I, if you do that you will have such an advantage for sure over so many other kids your age yeah i want to i want to ask you real quick <laughs> this is off script so let me ask you this did they teach you figma in college oh i got beef <laughs> i got major beef let's get into this okay I went to school. I will not I want to know what school. they taught you. I just want to know what they taught you in graphic design school. Cause I've, I've literally had people hire me that went to graphic design school and I'm just like hire me to do freelance work for graphic design. And I'm like, what did you learn? <laughs> I went to an undisclosed school and you can look at my LinkedIn to find out which school that is. Okay. But <laughs> I went to this school to study graphic design. Um, and I was really interested in you in UX. I thought it was kind of yeah, interesting. Yeah. Um, these teachers did not teach me anything about UX because they didn't want to lose their students to the UX program. What? Yeah. And one of the professors told me that to my face. They're like, yeah, we don't really teach you about like, like uh, Figma or anything like that because I don't want to lose you to that other program because then our program loses money. Yeah. So uh, I learned all of this, this stuff, um, uh, Udemy and all of that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, all, all of that has, has been great. But yeah, graphic design, a lot of it is still like print, branding, um, grid, uh, typography, all of that's really, really valuable. But in graphic design school, most likely you do not learn anything about uh, web design other than strict, strict coding, HTML, CSS, all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, 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 I, I that's what I figured. Uh, and yeah. it's, it's crazy, you said that, like, get connected. That's what I keep telling our young people. Cause like our school is not that big, but the connections that they have, I'm like, how are you not realizing how privileged you are with the connections you have? Like literally mm -hmm. my brother who is, so he, he, you know, my dad is the pastor. So my brother is the pastor's son and mm -hmm. he's actually an assistant pastor, 
but so they see him all the time. I'm like, you guys know he teaches people web flow, like literally, <laughs> like guys, I was like, literally, I just asked my brother, like, who did you help on board? He's like, oh, I just helped Visco. Like, like Visco, dude. Like, I was like, how about give me another Casual. company? Yeah, it's like, give me another company, Discord. I'm like, how are you I guys? I love Discord. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, how are you guys not like geeking out about the connections you have? And I'm not even saying I'm anything, but I'm doing something and I'm building. I'm actually very transparent financially with them just so they understand the money. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we always talk about teachers like they've been out of the loop. I'm like, I'm in the loop, dude. I'm literally growing a business right now. You know what I mean? So I'm mm-hmm. teaching them and I'm like, how are you guys not realizing how privileged you are? And then like my friend is the lead web designer in NVIDIA. And this is like not a friend through networking. This is a mm-hmm. friend since we were six years old like friend friend like I'm talking like best man wedding like I I I've burnt his microwave when I was sleeping (laughs) over his house with his dad yeah dude because I was like dude I'm hungry and his his dad's super chill he's like my uncle and then I the Chinese food I didn't realize it had like a metal thing so I broke their microwave so that's how close I am to that guy like literally call him anytime like we just our relationship is unbreakable we've known each other since 1996 like come on man we're 30s like we've been friends for that long we literally text each other every day that's a connection you have and my other friend who I've also known since 1996 is a senior coder at Apple I'm like, how do you guys not realize how blessed you are with the connections you have? Like, just that alone is like, yo, I'm going to dive into this web design world. And like many of them finally are starting to realize it. But it's like, no one's going to try. Like, (laughs) do you realize the connections you have right now? You have such crazy connections. And then just even like those people and their connections. Like I'm feeding off of my brother's connections if I'm being completely honest. And that's, that's how I'm getting some of my clients. That's how I'm getting started. I'm just feeding off of his connections and I'm trying to make my own, but it just helps because like my Twitter, I'm trying to grow my Twitter. If I'm being honest, trying to grow my Twitter. And it's like, when people follow me, they see the others that follow me. And it's Mm -hmm. like, Oh, Oh, this guy seems reputable. So my followers are growing because they have people like Diego and like all these people following me from like the Webflow community because they see that my brother follows me. Why does my brother follow me? Because he's my brother. Like He's my bro. He's my <laughs> yeah, dude. He's, he's my brother. And my brother makes YouTube videos. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but um, his name is RR, RR Abrat. So he yeah. makes YouTube videos. So I'm just kind of like, how in the world? So anyways, I'm glad you said about those connections because they're so valuable, so yeah. valuable. Kids in my class, no, I was kidding. <laughs> if you're listening, dude, you don't understand the connections you have right now. I, I could go on and on about these connections, but thank you. <laughs> but we'll end the podcast here. Um, do you have anything to plug before we go? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I do a couple different things. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, GreatDesignLead.com is my uh, personal site where I do web design, web development, and copywriting. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Great Design Lead podcast is where I hang out with my friends um, and people that I've looked up to for a very long time. Uh, Podwork.io is this place where um, people can sign up 
uh, and it's completely free for now. Um, <laughs> uh, people can sign up to be potential guests on uh, podcasts, mm -hmm. and podcasts can sign up um, to be a, a podcast in this directory in which these potential guests can reach out to them to say, mm -hmm. hey, can I hang out? Like, I'm interested in everything that you guys are talking about, or I've looked up to you guys for such a long time. Like, here's my profile. Contact me if you want. Um, so yeah, pod work is is a huge thing for me, uh, learning about integrations and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so those are those are my things. Oh, and also there's a Emily Super Secret podcast. You can find that on various <laughs> platforms. Emily Super, is that what we shouldn't disclose that, right? Super <laughs> secret. If if you want to hear me ranting in my room by myself, uh huh, uh -huh. that's it. That's an option. <laughs> yeah. I should do one of these days. I literally just created a Twitter spam, so that's where that's where I'm ranting. So. I don't know why I just said that. I shouldn't say that. What's up, guys? Thank you so much for watching The Failed Podcast. And if you would do me a favor and subscribe to my YouTube channel, follow me on Instagram at jamesabrot and on Twitter at james underscore abrot1030. Until next time, in the words of Jerry White, I'm out.